and welcome to Empowering Growth and Living Authentically podcast. I'm your host, Elise Brady, and I'm a passionate entrepreneur who loves helping others step into their greatness and live authentically. In this podcast, we're going to talk about relationships, leadership, personal development, and growth. We're going to talk about all the steps it takes to get there. So the in-between, the good, the bad, the ugly, the exciting, and the hard. So I hope you're here for it. I'm here for it. And I can't wait to see who you become on the other side. Let's dive in. Hey girl. Hey, so excited to be here. Um, I promised you guys that I'd continue to bring you more episodes. So here we are making it happen. Um, and I also have a very special guest to come talk with me about this today. And it is my husband, Zach Brady. Hello, hello. <laughs> super, super excited. We also, last episode, we talked about how we were going to talk about communication because I feel like this is a subject that I we could probably talk about for years um, and still not cover everything, truthfully. Um, so I just wanted to, like, jump on and talk about communication, talk about some other aspects that, like, people don't maybe necessarily see as communication or, you know, whatever. So... <sighs> So it's in it's interesting because I feel like it's also popped up a lot this last month specifically for for me um also for Zach right like communication cr- really is um key in all areas of your your life and your relationships and like whether you believe it's just in your relationship with your spouse it's um it's not right it's also in your relationships with the people you work with or uh, people you do business with or your your children or your family or um, there's so many areas that like communication can come in and play a huge key in how you're feeling and where you're going in life and like what like if you're feeling a certain way like communication may actually help you solve that problem um, versus letting it sit in and fester right like if you if you feel like you're feeling a certain way, um, like you feel like somebody's mad at you or you feel like, uh, what, what's some other things like it's whether it's, yeah, whether you're saying if it's someone's mad at you or if it's about something that's misunderstood or if there's just a lack of communication, I mean, that's going to create issues in in general as well. Mm -hmm. And so it could be so many different things. And it also depends on what it's involved with, whether it's relationship communication whether it's you know customer to you know owner um, type of communication or whether it's like with your children communication because there's so many and that's just talking about verbal communication that's not talking about nonverbal communication and you know body language and other things that are involved as well because a lot of times we are communicating and our other person that's near us or whatever are picking up on our emotions or our um, body language like I said before or um, or our auroras or you know so many different things that are involved with it yeah absolutely right so like um, an example this week actually one that came up the other day is um, heading into work right and uh, walk in and like you can feel a different energy space and I don't know if any of you guys have ever felt that but you've walked into a room and the person that you you know, that's in the room or whatever is like, you can tell they're mad. Like you can just tell they're mad and you're not really sure why they didn't really say anything. You didn't really say nothing. Right. But you can tell they're mad and it's like their energy and their aura, their aura. Um, 
maybe they even, you know, glance at you and, and kind of give you that little look of like, oh shit, she's pissed. You know what I mean? Like that totally happens, right? And that communication right there coming off of your body literally could steer somebody away from having a conversation with you because all they see is, oh, they're mad. Oh dear. You know what I mean? Some people may, um, and some people have learned that when that happens, they, they ask like, Hey, are you okay? Is everything going all right? You know, but sometimes it's not necessarily a safe space to say that either. Um, but if you've ever felt that, right, if you've ever walked into a room and felt somebody's energy shift and you've ever felt that it's like an overwhelming, like a knife could cut the tension in the room kind of feeling, um, that also is communication, right? That right there, um, really can deter somebody from possibly even communicating with you. But at that same point, like say you're that person in the room that maybe is giving off that energy and you're giving off like you're angry or you don't feel good or, um, you just had some really bad news or whatever. Like sometimes depending on who's walking in the room, obviously, like you could turn to them and look and maybe you did accidentally glare at them. You know, I've done that before, but you could say like, Hey, I don't feel good right now. I'll talk to you in a minute. I'm really sorry. Like, um, it's not about you. Do you know what I mean? And I think sometimes as that person walking into the room, cause I've been on both sides, but as that person walking into the room, we also have to remember, like, we're just walking into the room. This isn't about us necessarily, right? It's not always about us. And more often than not, when people are mad and angry um, or not feeling good or like they're giving off that that energy, it's not about us. And we just have to create a safe space for them to to open up and to communicate. But it's not easy, right? It's not easy. And it's not always our responsibility either. It's not our responsibility to necessarily always be the one to ask like, hey, are you okay? Right? It's, it's not always on us. Sometimes it does need to be on that other person to say like, hey, um, I don't feel good. I'm really bothered or like, um, Hey, like this, this thing you said, uh, about me or to me or, or, or around me or whatever really bothered me. And here's why, right? Sometimes it's our, that, that person's responsibility to be the one that communicates, right? We don't always have to be the one asking like, Hey, is everything okay? Hey, are you feeling all right? Hey, how do you feel about this? Right? Like, Sometimes it has to be on that person that's actually feeling that way to communicate. And and if they are not willing to communicate with us how they're feeling, then ultimately, like, we can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? Um, and there's there's plenty of examples of that. Like, plenty of examples of that, right? Like, I, I would say we probably have another example of, like, I'm just doing my thing, not really thinking much about anything else. And um, Zach over here is frustrated because I didn't communicate something right (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah it happens and it's not just with you know us or just I mean anybody can have that type of scenario happen with is communication I mean the hardest part about communication in general is just doing it is actually opening your mouth and, and communicating with the other person because a lot of times we're like I'm frustrated or I'm happy or I'm sad or, or whatever it is. And whenever we think about communicating with another person, our, our, we go into our subconscious. And the problem is, is a lot of the times our subconscious leads us in the wrong direction. And if we could just get out of our heads, which is so much harder than it, you, th- you know, it's easier said than done. 
And so a lot of times when you, you know, you need to talk to somebody or whatnot, you just got to be like, I need to talk to you. It's, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's going to be unpleasant because I'm mad about this. Or I need to talk to you because I'm excited because of this, you know, whatever it is. But a lot of times we don't, like I said, we don't want to talk to the other person because we are either A, afraid of how they will react or B, uh, kind of like the opposite, if we want to tell them something and it's not that big a deal and then they make it a big deal, you know, there's so many different responses on the other side as well. And so when it comes to communication, like yeah, you said just a minute ago, is uh, when the other person is coming at you with some information is not taking it personally because most of the time it is it is not about you. It's just about something that they're trying to work through. Or if it is something that it is about you, the hardest part is not putting up your defensive walls and shutting down and not properly communicating with the person. But, I mean, some of the things you have to just kind of remember is when someone's trying to talk to you, uh, you know, they just want to be validated, they just want to be heard, and they just want to be understood. And so as long as you are keeping those kind of key aspects in mind when you're talking to someone and then I, your, you know, your body language, because that also communicates when someone's try, trying to talk to you as well, your body language, eye contact, that's all extremely important as well, because it feels like it makes the other person feel like they are being understood, they are being heard, you know, and, you know, sometimes that can be hard. And so it's, it's a challenge. Communication is, it's definitely a lifelong process. It's not, that's, you know, it's something that we learn when we're, you know, babies. And then as we grow into adults, and then even as we get older and everything like that, we are always going to be communicating in different ways and different aspects and for different reasons. And, you know, we'll, we'll continue talking about different uh, types of communication and, and, and what we can do to continue to be better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think one thing that, um, sometimes people often forget about communication. So like when somebody comes to you with something that bothered them about you or whatever, right. It feels like maybe a little bit more of a confrontational thing. Um, there's two things that like really we have to remember one, it's something they're working through, but like two also, um, they wouldn't come to you if they didn't actually care about you and your relationship. Do you know what I mean? Like if they didn't actually care about how this was going or like how you felt or if they didn't want to mend things with you, like they wouldn't come to you. So if somebody's coming with to you with something that bothered them or um or whatever, right? If, if it's really just it feels a little more confrontational because they're not sure how to say something, because that will happen too, right? Like Zach said, like sometimes just getting it out there is the hardest part. And so sometimes when we communicate, it's not always beautiful and elegant and like whatever. Like sometimes it's just the stuff has to come out, you know, and it's got to come out however it comes out and it lands however it lands. And, um, just remembering that on the other side that they wouldn't try to communicate that to you. However, it comes out if they didn't truly care about you or they didn't respect you and your relationship. So remembering that can always help you come from a place of love when people are bringing things up to you, you know, but also like just being okay with communicating, right? Being okay saying what needs to be said, even if it's not pretty, even if it doesn't, like, you're not sure how it's going to come out. Like, I feel like a lot of the times we always say, uh, um, I'm, I don't know how to say this, so I'm just going to say it. Right. And how many times have I, have I, I swear I've heard that a lot. Do you feel like you've heard that a lot? Yeah, I hear that quite a bit. Like, I'm not sure how to say it, so I'm just going to say it and it might come out rude. So I'm sorry, but like, it's like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
it's like a, not a trauma response. It's a, a conditioning that we say to try to not hurt the other per- people's feelings. Right. And just like, be like, oh, I'm going to warn you. But really, if we were all just coming from a place of love, like, I think we'd all accept that just a little bit more and be okay with that, you know, mm-hmm. and understand like, Hey, I, I get it. It's not always easy. I mean, I'm totally that person. Like there, there's been plenty of times I've put up my own walls, you know, when somebody came to, came to tell me something, um, that maybe I wasn't doing very well or I, I hurt their feelings or whatever. Right. Plenty of times I put up my walls and I'm sure all of us do. That's, it's not an easy thing to just like, Oh, I'm going to be open and receptive to whatever anybody says. <laughs> Especially when someone's critiquing you or, you know, criticizing something that you did or didn't do well enough. And it's, it's hard. It really mm-hmm. is because it, the person most of the time, I'm not going to say all the time, but most of the time is not trying to hurt your feelings. They're not trying to make things difficult or, you know, make your life harder by talking to you about something that they're going through. It's more of a, and we had this conversation about, I don't know, a month ago that sometimes there was an, the person had an expectation and it wasn't met and it's maybe it's because the other person didn't understand or didn't know what the expectation was that they were being held to. Mm-hmm. And that's hard mm-hmm. um, because expe- expectations change. They change all the time, you know, because, for example, you're say you're uh, just in a new relationship or whatever. Your your expectations, you know, what is his expectations? What are her expectations? You know what I mean? And then say later on in life you get married and then you have a kid you know, your expectations change again because you have to, because, you know, there's a new person coming in and then say, you know, one person's going to college, one person's work. So expectations are always constantly changing. And so that's why communication is so important is so that you're staying on the same page as much as you can. And when, when you can just break it down with one another and when, you know, somebody makes a mistake and they will just being compassionate towards them and loving and just be, and uh, you know letting them know and using your words to say you know I know that your intentions weren't this and they weren't that and I know that you are trying um and I know it's not you know something that may be a, a strength of yours or maybe uh it's you're you know preoccupied or whatever it is uh, just having empathy towards them as well and telling them that you appreciate them and you love them and you understand uh, that they didn't do it to, you know, intentionally hurt you, so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, some other things we could really talk about, too, are, like, are really about that body language, right? Like, what are people doing as they're they're talking to you or they're talking with you? Um, uh, some things that I learned, actually, specifically when I was going through a loss prevention school, uh, was people's body language, right? It's something that you learn, right? If somebody is like, um, slightly turned away from you, it's because they don't want to fully give you their attention, right? They, they have other things they need to do. It's kind of like one foot in this door, one foot in that door, right? If their arms are folded or their legs are folded, right? They're not fully receptive to what's, um, being said, right? They're trying to close themselves off and protect themselves. So watching for, for that, right? Sometimes that can help because it, it could mean that they're they're starting to put up their defensive walls. So watching for that, right? Um, however, if they're they're leaning forward and their legs and their arms are are both more in an open 
stance and they're facing you fully, you have their full attention, right? If they're slightly turned away, if they're like crossed, right? Um, those are some things sometimes even like we, I mean, I even learned about like how you, you find out if somebody, um, obviously is lying to you. Cause that's what I had to go through. <laughs> right. I had to learn like, okay, if they look up to the right, it's because they are telling a lie. And if they look up to the left, it's cause they're telling the truth and they're actually trying to remember something. And so sometimes just like picking up on those little cues. Right. But also like learning how to read their face facial expressions and their energy, right? And where they're at. And does it feel like it's peaceful? Do they feel like they're getting tense? If that's the case, like what are some things we can do, right? To help them, to help them untensify or to, to, to open up a little bit, right? I mean, often sometimes it's like, okay, if they're starting to do that for me, I'm like, okay, let me take this a step back and just like, say like, Hey, like I'm really not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to, to hurt your feelings. Um, I want you to understand that I love you and I care about you. Like taking that moment to pause and express just that really quickly, you know, may actually help. And, uh, <laughs> gotta love the littles always coming in that. <laughs> That's the joys of doing podcasts at home with your spouse, guys, your kids always come in and interrupt. Um, and it's because they, they need to communicate something. And, like, little kids, like, I don't know if you guys think about it this way, but little kids just, they communicate everything. And they're persistent about it. And, like, until you listen, they're going to say it. And it, <laughs> it can almost be a little bit obnoxious, but I feel like we could learn something from that. Like, learning from that, like, hey, I need to talk to you mentality. Hey, I need to say something. Learning how to help your children communicate better. Uh it really all can be a really beautiful thing <laughs> and a really touchy thing. Um, so here's, here's my suggestion. And, and Zach probably would agree with me at this point, right? Is that communication is hard. Absolutely. A hundred percent. It's hard. But um, more often than not, the more you just do it, no matter how hard you feel like that conversation is going to be, the more you just go and communicate, the more you just go and handle it, the better it's going to get. You're not going to overthink as much. Instead, your brain's actually going to retrain itself to be like, whoa, 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 don't overthink this. Let's actually go ask them. Instead of me overthinking that everybody hates me, I'm just going to actually go ask if you, or they're mad at me. I'm just going to go ask those people like, hey, yo, um, did I do something that upset you? Are we okay? What's going on? Or even thinking about like, what are some things maybe I could have upset them about? And then be like, hey, did I upset you when I did this? Um, if so, that wasn't my intention. I'm really sorry. Right? Just being honest and, and truthful. And honestly, I feel like sometimes coming out from a vulnerable state really can make it better. And so just take the time to communicate with people on all levels. Just say what you need to say. Let them know you're coming from a place of love and respect because you love them. And that's the only reason why you'd come and communicate with them, right? And then from there, like, your relationships can actually grow. Like, you can grow through these hard things because you have that hard conversation. And I've seen that happen so many times where, where people have tiffs and they have differences and they don't necessarily like each other because of some incident that happened. And then all of a the sudden, they actually have a conversation about said incident 
right? They ha- they have that conversation about what's bothering them and all of a sudden they can actually truly become friends. They can they can become really good friends and they become closer and communication really does bring us brings us together, you know? It feels it has us feeling a little bit more self like connection and um being able to to understand each other at a different level and so there's there's a different level of respect that comes with communication. Right? Absolutely. Anything else you want to chime in? I mean, yeah, I, I think communication is by far one of the most important things that you can do in a relationship with somebody. Um, most importantly, um, you know, with your spouse because life life gets crazy, life gets busy. You have, you know, you're, like we just had, we had our kids needing our attention for a second and, you know, or whether it's a job or a colleague or a friend and everything like that. And so you got to communicate, you know, and, and in my opinion, overly communicate. I mean, it's not like it's going to, you're the other person's like, okay, I know you've told me three times. I'd rather you tell me three times than not tell me at all. Um, just because it's when people don't communicate, things get through on the wayside and then feelings can get hurt, you know, and, or, you know, whatever it is. And so, and when you are communicating, you said something earlier too, that's very important is not, um, when per- people are taking things personally is not holding like things against somebody like when they are trying to communicate to you that's also important is just making sure that the, per- well, the person was probably trying to communicate something to you they weren't trying to do it to rub something in your face and whatnot and then it you know the whole forgive and forget type thing yeah it's hard to forget some things especially when somebody said something because words are powerful words can hurt um but at the same time, if we don't, you know, give the person the benefit of the doubt and forgive them um, for what, you know, they said or what they did or whatever, then in the long term, you're hurting yourself because then you're just keeping that in it and then it just, it doesn't do any good for your soul. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just let, just, you know, going back to the conversation, what the person was trying to tell you, were they really trying to hurt you? No. Were they really trying to, you know, do something to make you mad? No. Okay, then just try to hear what they're saying, understand where they're coming from, and then just try to take it into heart. And on the other side of it, just make sure that the other person knows that, hey, I, I'm, I'm grateful that you're trying. I know it's mm-hmm. not something that's that comes easy to you, but I appreciate you and I see you and I understand that you are making an effort and it makes a huge difference. Letting them know that can go a long way as well. That goes back to the whole validation point appreciation appreciate being appreciative to somebody and validating them when they're trying to communicate with you goes a long way because then they will want to communicate with you again mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's that's a big takeaway that i wanted to bring up um there was another one and i'm trying to remember what it was okay well you're thinking about that really fast just like well he also said one thing like communication is good for your soul <laughs> like mm-hmm. i don't think people really understand this but like the more you really communicate, actually it does bring peace to you. So if you feel like you have a lot of anxiety or sometimes even depression, like I'm not saying this cures it by any means, but a lot of the times like some of those feelings that are inside of you can be solved by communicating with those people around you that um, are affected or a part of those feelings, right? And the sooner we get them out and the sooner that we say them and the sooner we have that conversation with that person, we're going to be more at peace again 
and we're going to feel better again. You know what I mean? And so like, I feel like if people took on communication, like it was like, um, I'm either going to go into an anxious panic attack or I'm going to solve my problem right now. Um, and be as happy as possibly I could be by just having this conversation real quick. Like we'd solve a lot of problems, you know, instead of sitting and stewing in those thoughts, like just go have the conversation. Like I am a firm believer, like, you know, if, um, and I say this all the time, especially to my girls, like if somebody's talking about me or like they're telling me things like, Hey, so-and-so said this about you, or they're saying this about you or whatever. I say, okay, great. Let's go to the source and actually find out the true information. And I'm going to do it right now. I'm not going to wait a week. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow. Like I'm going to do it now. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, unless like if there, if there are some things that aren't super urgent, obviously like it's okay to wait a little bit, but like, if it is something that really is festering in you and it's really bothering you and it's taking away your peace and where you're at, get it handled, like get that communication done. The sooner this, the, just like rip off that bandaid, you know, cause the sooner you do the, the sooner you're going to be able to breathe and you're just, you're going to feel so much better, so much better. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, uh, we had another opportunity to have, you know, communication the other, um, the other day as well. And it was something that, uh, yet definitely wasn't communicated the best. And what it does is that because communication wasn't done properly, it affects other people's lives. Um, and just to give an example, like, uh, whenever, like I used to work at the farm, I used to work in a pharmacy and, uh, it, we would, you know, be getting overwhelmed by so many things that are happening in the pharmacy. And if we didn't communicate with one another as a staff member or whatnot, then things would get put on the wayside. And then a customer, say a customer would get mad because they got forgotten about. And then, you know, say, and then the phone call rings, you know, and all this chaos is going on. And if you can just imagine if people, the staff wasn't communicating with one another, and maybe someone just didn't take on like a leadership point and saying, Hey, okay, so-and-so do this, so-and-so do that, I'll take care of this. And if you have somebody that actually will communicate and delegate and do stuff like that, then it just makes the whole process that much more smoother. What happens when you don't is that you get overwhelmed, you get panicked, you, like you said, the anxiety fills in and you're just like, oh my gosh, we can't take care of this. And then the customers feel that and they see that. And then you have to like reach out to other people and it's a whole mess. And so it's just like if you would actually just be like, okay, Yep, we're busy. Yep, that's what it is. Okay, what can we do to make sure that this busyness doesn't overwhelm us? Mm-hmm. Stay organized, mm-hmm. communicate, delegate, and understand, okay, person A is doing this, person B is doing this, person C is doing this, and as long as we are doing everything we can, hey, I actually need a little bit more help over here. Ask help, ask for help, talk about it. Um, and then that will help, you know, then this is just an example for being at a business or whatever. That just helps businesses run smoothly and everything like that when people are actually using their mouths mm-hmm. and talking and understanding one another and, and everybody can be on the same page and you get things done smoother and then your customers are happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we go through that all the time, you know, at the shop or whatever. Like we start getting busy and we'll have, you know, 10 people walking at the same time and it, it literally will go, okay you stay here, get their orders. I've got these, I've got these ones done. Can you do this one? I've got this one. Can you do that one? Right. Can you handle this? You got ice. Let's go here. Like, can you wash this blenders? You got this. Can you take this out to this customer? Their name is so-and-so, right? Like literally just being able to like over communicate all those things 
Or if somebody walks in and says, hey, what can I help with? You say, awesome, I need you to get ice. Hey, I need you to, to well, for us, it's stir this cookie dough, right? But like, can you make this tea? Like whatever it is, like that's how it works for us. But there has to be at least one, if not two, right? People that are willing to communicate and take on that. This is what needs to be done next. This is what I need here. And if those two people are communicating really well, then things are so efficient. And truly, like, I feel like efficiency can come um, from communication, but it does. It takes away that stress of the crazy busy. It takes away the stress of the anxiety. Like, there's so many things communication itself can solve, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Communication, it it goes a long way. Um, And then just another thought. I know this is completely different, completely. (laughs) Just going from back and forth, different to thought processes here is whenever there's something that you really need to talk to somebody about and it can be hard uh especially with you know talking to them about it in the very beginning and when you talk to them about it uh say the person you know has their walls up and they just don't want to talk to you in my personal experience I'm a I'm a person and, and that I I gotta get things off my chest and I like to talk through them and everything like that because if I don't I have a harder time functioning you know some people have that same type of scenario where if they're stressing somebody out they like overeat or maybe the opposite they undereat and if they're completely stressed they just can't function and so it's important to know that whenever you are communicating with somebody talking to them making sure that both parties at the end of the conversation actually feel like they were understood and they they got what they needed out of the conversation, not leaving it kind of just in the midst of, you know, what's, mm. what's, what's the word I'm looking for is you don't walk away in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. Basically. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. I mean, I, I understand, you know, if it's like an abusive type conversation, yeah, fine. But if it's just a conversation where, uh, you know, a person's, you know, mad over something or it just give them the self-respect and, and, and understand, you know, hey, this person's trying to communicate with me that something's frustrating them. And nine times out of 10 afterwards, like your relationship with that person is usually better afterwards, even though going through that communication was hard Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, emotional and it didn't, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun, but I, I know from experience, Elise and I have had conversations just like any other couple have where, we don't necessarily want to have the conversation because we know it's not necessarily going to be a fight, but it's going to be something that's going to be uncomfortable. But we got to talk about it because, you know, one person is not feeling happy or, you know, loved or whatever it is. But I can guarantee you, and Elise feels the same way, and, and she can even chime in here as well, that after we get done actually having the conversation, even if it was a hard conversation, that we both feel so much better afterwards because, A, the person feels understood, be the other person. Oh, okay. Now I understand why you were feeling that way. And then it just allows, it, it just kind of brings that whole piece back into the relationship instead of the confrontation. But if you don't do that and then you just let the conversation continue to build, that's where it goes back to what you said earlier in the episode is just the festering. And then it mm-hmm. just creates resentment and it create and it, it's just, it's bad. So, yeah. and it doesn't help anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, but it's true. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Once you get through that hard part of that conversation and you get through all that, um, the, the other side of that though, is that, that both parties from there on out take what they learn from that Mm -hmm. and they become better. 
right? Because you can have this hard conversation. You can feel better after and then people don't change. They don't grow. And then you're just going to be right back in that same argument. You're going to be right back in that same conversation because you didn't take anything from it. You didn't say, oh, that person, like when I do this, that person feels this way. So I'm going to work harder to be better around, especially around them, but around other people too. I'm going to work harder to be better at my communication skills or whatever with them, or I'm going to do a better job of, um, being grateful or showing up on time or, um, making dinner or cleaning the house or whatever it was that you conversated about. Right. But, um, when you don't work on those things you two talked about, it's just going to be a cycle and you're going to continue to go back and forth in it. So what you want to do is take this conversation as a learning opportunity for you and that person to become better and take that opportunity to say, what can I do better next time? So that like one, yeah, we don't kind of keep running into this, but two, like, so we can also grow as people, right? Because if we stay stagnant as who we are, like we're going to be alone for the rest of our life because there are certain things about us that that need to improve, right? And a lot of the times, like, we're not going to see our own improvements that need to be made. That's, like, other people see that in us. And when they tell us about that, that's when we have the opportunity to, like, stretch ourselves and grow and do something outside of our comfort zone because growth and magic and all the big things in life that we want are outside of that comfort zone. And these hard conversations are what are going to put us there, right? Like, I've had plenty of hard conversations with people where they've... um they've actually told me like, Hey, the things that you're saying in what you speak about, like how you speak to yourself or how you speak to others or whatever, they're what's holding you back. Right? Like I specifically, I had a friend like point out that, and I may have mentioned this on a different episode, but mention like, you say that things are hard a lot. And I was like, Oh yeah, I guess I do. And he's like, well, your life's hard. No wonder. Right. If you'd quit saying life is hard and things are hard. And if you started seeing other things like life is easy or life is flows for me or like life is abundant, right? That's what's actually going to be so for you. So the things that do come out of your mouth and how you communicate not only to yourself, but um, to everybody else too, are going to be your reality. And so when people bring this stuff to you and they communicate with you about those things that you are saying, that is the perfect opportunity for you to take a look and be like, oh, in that what have I been doing or what have I been saying that's actually stopping my growth and stopping me from getting where I need to get because I have a limiting belief that's actually holding me back, right? I have a limiting belief that I can't communicate or I don't need to tell people where I'm going or I don't need to tell people what's going on or how I'm feeling or whatever. I'm just going to do me or, you know, but really that's what's holding you back from growing and taking the next step and building those relationships and, and, and moving farther along in your life. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, no no person that's, you know, made it high and and, and has gone far, and, you know, whether it's financially or, uh, you know, with relationships or uh, they are all or they have all developed ways to be able to become effective communicators. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, like you said, if you want to be able to grow in this life, if you want to be able to reach, you know, the top of the mountain whatever, you got to be able to be willing to communicate with people. And then I know, and it continues to get harder and harder in this life. And that's just because we, there's so much more involvement with so many things that communicate, like 
you know, back in the days they used did not they didn't used to have TVs and they used to didn't have internet and now cell phones and everything like that. There's so many things that are, you know, demanding our attention and everything like that. And so, communication is is key. And then especially making sure that when you're talking to somebody, being present with them. Because um, I mean, it's like going into an interview, having your phone on the desk and being in the middle of an interview, and then your phone, you know, get a text and you're like, "Oh, hold on, I gotta take this." <laughs> you, can you imagine what the person interviewing you would 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 think, would say? And so, yeah, being actually present in your conversations with the person that's in front of you, giving them your you know attention, that also goes a long way because you know it shows that you care about them, it shows that you're actually important to them, and that you matter. So. Just put putting one foot your one foot in front of the other and and communicating, taking your time, and uh, respecting the other person, um, regardless if they're happy with you, you know, sad, mad, or whatever it is. Validate them, understand them, you know, sit in their shoes for a second, and then uh, communication and uh, opening your mouth, just actually doing it. So. <laughs> Get it done. All right, guys. Um, I hope you guys all got some really good nuggets out of this. I feel like we talked longer than we probably normally would. So there's a lot in there for you. So you may have to replay this uh, this episode a couple times. But if there was something value for you, um, please share it with a friend, right? Share it on social media. Tag me. I love to thank you guys for for helping me get this message out and helping me spread the word kind of thing and and help other people grow. So I really appreciate you guys for always listening and, uh, and loving and always checking in. And until next time, we'll talk again real soon. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you really enjoyed this podcast and you got some good nuggets out of it that can help you on your journey also. If you did, share it with a friend who you think could benefit from this episode also. Or I would love it if you would post it on social media and tag me. You can find me on Instagram at Lily Elise Brady. You can also find me on Facebook at Elise Brady um, or on TikTok at Brady24Fit. And I would love to get to know you a little bit more and see all the steps along the way. So find me on social media or until next time, we'll talk again real soon.